Yeah, I'll always be a metalhead. Nothing can take that away from me. Right. I mean, not jail, not people, not religion, not anything. I'll always be a metalhead. 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 You're listening to The Great Metal Debate Podcast. Back to the Great Metal Debate Podcast. This is Robert, aka Gaunt Dog Metallicus, with another metal album review. In March 2024, Canadian metal clan Luthara returns with their sophomore full length album, Chasing Euphoria. I've been rocking out to this one for the past month, and I can't stop listening. With Chasing Euphoria, Luthara have built on the strengths of their previous works to deliver their strongest and most mature music release to date. I had the great fortune to see Lotharo perform live last year in a small club in Nashville, Tennessee, and they were outstanding as performers on stage. You don't judge a band on the presentation they give at a sold-out festival, but on what they bring to the stage on a weeknight gig with a few dozen people in attendance. Lotharo passed that test with flying colors, but even more so I found them to be amazingly kind people offstage, so I'll admit a big fan bias wanting to see them succeed. As is usual for albums I am excited about, I can't help but break this one down on a track-by-track basis before making some broader points about the album. Following the brief intro, Gates of Enchantment, Lotharo kicked things off with the opening song, Reaper's Call. Reaper's Call is an agreeable track that keeps it pretty close to the vest musically. Lead guitarist Victor Booker leads the charge with galloping guitar laying the groundwork for the song. There's a nice rising symphonic score that makes itself heard before the chorus, and a sweet if brief lead break from Booker. I really like the choral vocal lyric thematically. Lotharo are excellent at creating an aesthetic of anger and aggression, but also positivity and hope. This one sets a high bar for my expectations for the rest of the album. The next track and first single released off the album back in the fall of 2023 is Ruthless Bloodline. This song is front-loaded with extreme and fast-paced riffcraft and screams, but also with a choral melody that is incredibly catchy. It's a great exhibition of what Lotharo often tries to do, counterbalancing an extremish, heavy, thrashy, deathy approach with a more melodic and hooky metal sound all within the same composition. The transition between those two elements within the song is a touch abrupt for my taste, but I love the aggression displayed by vocalist Krista Shipperbottom. It's a killer track and one that was a true headbanger when I saw them play live last year. Time to Rise is one of my favorite songs for the album and a true gem. Here Shipperbottom flips her standard game plan with soft melodic versing transitioning into a harsher yet still pleasing melodic chorus. This one just flows wonderfully with each musical element fitting snugly alongside the other. Booker's lead break is melodic and memorable and it is wisely followed with the band giving space in the sound for the music to breathe and a momentary build up prior to the final chorus. That's mature artistry and songwriting gold. One notable highlight and something I'll return to examine again later is the outstanding backing orchestrations. I don't know whether it is a member of the band proper who is building these orchestrations, or if they're farmed out as they did with the predecessor album, High Wraith. Either way, this aspect of the music is keenly devised, well integrated, and really lifts this one up into the stratosphere. I truly got goosebumps the first time I heard it. Next up is Born to Ride. This is such a fun track, and one which has also been released as a hilarious and very tongue-in-cheek concept video. Definitely check it out if you want to get a feel for how these talented metalheads also don't take themselves too seriously. Musically, this is another up-tempo melodic winner with great riffs, solid singing, and some 80s metal feels. 
Things go in a bit more classic heavy thrash direction instrumentally on Bonded to the Blade. I'm not sure the vocal mix on the pre-break bridge exactly worked, but I do appreciate they did something different there and made the effort. Toward the end of the track, I enjoyed the whispered lyrics and symphonic elements, which further differentiated this one. More great melody and plenty of aggression on the chorus. Stepping back to evaluate for a moment, I'll reiterate that it seems to this listener Lotharo have grown in their songcraft since their first two EPs. Lotharo's sound has always been riff-driven, melodic thrashy metal, with a few progressive tinges and a big helping of youthful badassery. I thought 2021's High Wraith was a real advancement, especially in the composition department. Chasing Euphoria is in the same vein, but is even more. There's some refinements to the sound without any full-scale overhauls. Creatively, the band seem to have found balance in their sound. Back to the songs, number six in the listing is the title track Chasing Euphoria. This one is generally mid-paced throughout, perhaps a little more cerebral track and maybe not their best pick to get the pit rowdy. That said, I like the overall song structure and especially the tasteful solo from Booker makes it worth the cost of admission. Somewhat different than any other song they've released before, again representing that the band are continuing to evolve and push the boundaries of their sound. Creating a King gives a nice counter-tempo guitar delivery, along with plenty of galloping riffs and some sonic cacophony that is catnip to me. This one sounds a bit like contemporary flotsam and jetsam to my ears in how it melds the thrash and power metal feel. It's another example of some outstanding song construction by this band, taking the listener through a number of tempos and colorations while still successfully maintaining tight song cohesion. The next song, Strong Enough to Fall, does a fine job delivering a divine guitar melody and one of Shipperbottom's best vocal expressions on the album. The guitar, bass, and drum work together at a groovy pace, crafting a captivating energy. Super catchy and upbeat, there's nothing not to like here. The tenth track, Paradise or Parasite, gives us another excellent lead break augmented by a helping of superb orchestral backing that really solidifies the overall sound. I love what Ship and Bottom does toward the end, giving kind of a falsetto prior to her more agonized screaming. The song's orchestral outro is glorious. Chasing Euphoria closes out the track listing with Freedom of the Night, which starts softly and then evinces a grand feel. Coming in at 7 minutes, it's the longest song in the album. There's plenty of time changes throughout and some gentle parts here and there, though still more than enough aggression. There's also more orchestral flourishes. Not a bad track, but not one of my faves. I'm stupid impressed with Chasing Euphoria. When I saw Lotharo live, I was blown away by Booker's chops on the fretboard. He's a real talent and someone who obviously loves performing. This album is his best work to date, playing Wizard with the Guitar to disgorge tricky melodies, well-placed transitions, and solos that will reverberate your skull. There's no riff to be found here that's quite as strong as what we heard on Phantom from High Wraith, but you'll still struggle under the weight of explosive guitar work throughout. Shipper Bottom's vocals are a focal point of Lotharo, and she continues to refine her fiery singing style and expand her range on this new album. She is still at her best when she bullrushes verses with laryngeal grit and gusto, and then offsets those efforts with more catchy cleans. Her soft vocals are used sparingly, but effectively on Chasing Euphoria, and they are a nice addition to her arsenal of sounds. As mentioned before, I can't say how much I appreciate the orchestrations on this album. Some places are obvious, and other times used more subtly, but they consistently bring more depth and fullness to the arrangements, enriching the songs considerably. Behind the heavy, thrashy epic guitars, deliciously angry singing, and majestic orchestrations is the drumming of Corey Hoffing. The man is an absolute beast, and I still have a hard time processing all the brilliant transitions and fills. Throw in the fantastic bass lines offered up by thumper Chris Pacey, and all that's left is to start spinning your hair like crazy. I'm giving this album a rating of 9.5 out of 10. This is absolutely my favorite metal release so far this year, and an early contender for my top album of 2024. Chasing Euphoria is released March 15th through Atomic Fire Records. Pre-order it now, it'll put a smile on your face, and then we'll proceed to rip your face off.